Wow, what a word. <laughs> but I don't run. <laughs> um, could I ask that you put the reckless love um, slide up, please, for me? Uh, while we wait for the slides, can I ask that we go to Acts 16, verse 16. It's the story of Silas and Paul in prison. I think for the longest time, I've, every time I read the scripture, I overlooked <laughs> this side of the story. Um, we always focus on Paul and Silas in prison. Um, we will start um, from verse 16, um, where it says, One day as we're going down a place to the place of prayer, we met a demon-possessed slave girl. She was a fortune teller who earned a lot of money for her masters. Um, I won't go through the whole scripture. Um, verse 19 says, um, no, no, um, it says as well, um, Paul got irritated and commanded the spirit in her, in her to leave her. And the, instantly the spirit left her. Then obviously the masters were not happy because they were using her as a fortune teller. Um, then they dragged Paul and Silas to, to, to the authorities in the marketplace. Um, we start at verse 22. Um, a mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas and the city officials ordered them to be stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure that they did not escape. Uh, verse 25. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and, other prisoners were, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All, all the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Saul shouted to him, Stop! Don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for the lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Um, it also talks, to, verse 32 says, And they shared the word of the Lord with him and with everybody that lived in his household. Um, for me today, um, JP was touching on salvation and how sometimes a lot of us just get stuck on salvation, but God says, my love pursues you. Um, I don't stop pursuing you when you get saved. I still want to develop a relationship. And this morning, um, normally, as I said, I think the, I read the scripture and, and, and the story of the jailer hit me. Because so many, so many times we just look at Paul and Silas to say, oh my God, God, you are good. You broke them out of prison and hallelujah. But the story of the jailer hit me like a ton of bricks to say, the God of heaven and earth 
shook the earth to encounter the jailer. We always think the earthquake happened because God was trying to free Silas and, and, and Paul. Maybe it was. But God positioned, positioned them into a place where he could shake the earth and the jailer could meet Jesus. And as I was saying earlier on, um, his encounter not only affects him, but it affects his household. And just a, a side note, I think sometimes we get become so selfish that my salvation is not about me. We need to get a bigger picture. Um, God wants to use us to touch the lives around us. Uh, please, can I please have the next slide, please? Um, as I said earlier on, God's love is continuously pursuing us. And I think Paul in Ephesians 3, uh, verse 14 to 19, talks about um, how he prays that then Christ was, will make his home in our hearts. And hold on. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow deep in God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. And I think for sometimes we, we take for granted the God of the universe wants to encounter you. Never, not only just to encounter you through salvation, but build a relationship with us. Um, as I was preparing uh, with Craig and JP, this week, God challenged me um, on a few things uh, to say, make time for me. And, and for me, I just fell at my feet to say, the creator of the heaven and earth wants to spend time with me. He is continuously, day in and day out, saying, I am here. Make time for me. Um, for time, um, I will go through four points. Um, that has been on my heart in terms of just spending time with the God that created the heavens and the earth. Can I get the next slide, please? Um, the first point is just to refocus on God. And not just the lip service, yes, Lord, I recommit myself to you. To go back and look back, what is eating up my time? Where is our focus? I think for for all of us, we always come to say, Lord, oh, I will focus on you. But go back, check. It's homework. What takes up our time? And one of the, my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 45, verse 19, where God says, I would not have told the Israelites to seek me if I could not be found. God is faithful. He's saying, be intentional. Make time for me. And I think now technology has made things better for us. I know for myself, um, as Craig said, I'm in the mining industry. I travel a lot. And sometimes you don't have really time to, in the morning, normally I catch a six o'clock flight. So meaning I wake up like at four, I must be out of the house by like half past four, to the April five. Sometimes I'm just like, Lord, I don't have time. But I think technology has made things better for us. Grace Cove, on our website, there's podcasts. Check it out and download it and just listen. During the week, we understand we are all busy, but just even in the car, I know people, 
for the people that love cooking, you can even listen to a podcast when you're cooking. <laughs> so just do what works for you. Do what works for you. My second point is um, living on secondary revelation. I think this just hit me to say, am I reading the word myself? Or am I listening to the preacher on a Sunday and just letting the the preacher's words sustain me for the week? Um, Isaiah 55, 11 says, God talks about his word. He says, it is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. I will it will accomplish all I want it all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So get in the word. As we read the word, the word reads us. Third point. This one also hit me like a ton of bricks, the notion of the, le- of the select few. In Matthew 27, verse 51, where he talks about Jesus on the cross, the death of Jesus on the cross, and when he, he released his spirit to our Heavenly Father, it says, at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. I think a lot of us always think access is only for the people that stand up here. We all have access. The curtain was torn. And I think also we think God is an impersonal God. Nothing is stupid in front of God, in, before God. Speak to him. We have all have access. And even if you don't think you know how to pray, speak to God. The last point... Um, Spending time with God should not be a drag or a chore. This happened to me yesterday, actually, as I was prepping, obviously, for today. <laughs> Friday, actually, I was like, oh, my word, okay, Friday, means this weekend, I'm not going out, oh, my word. And just the Holy Spirit just reminded me to say, remember when you went on a glamping trip a few months ago? You were excited. You packed, like, the Wednesday, you took the Friday off from work. You were excited, speaking to your friends and say. So for the weekend, what are we doing? Is this what we're going to do? And he says, that same excitement. Have that same excitement when you spend time with me. And that just challenged me to say, just go into the presence of God with thanksgiving. Don't expect for your time with God to be a chore or a drag. Enjoy, like sit down and just enjoy time with God. And also, for a lot of us, we tend to be very legalistic. If I miss time with God, I punish myself. It happens. We're busy, especially when centurion. We punish ourselves. But God says it's a love relationship. It's a love relationship. Don't, don't punish yourself. And just in closing, um, as I said, we need to see the bigger picture. God is trying to use us for his love to flow through us. The people, like in Acts 4.13, where the, um, um, and John recognized them that they, these men had been with Jesus. The people around you will know that we have been with Jesus. Thank you.
could stand with me. That been two great words. I've so appreciated from both you, Esther, and you, Japes, just to hear stories from your life and um, what God has done in you. I'd like to pick out on two things. Number one, remember we start the race. And sometimes you feel like you should be further down the road or you've lost your way. I want to say, it doesn't matter. Just start today. Even if you feel like you should have been on the 15th lap and you're halfway onto the way to the first lap, just start today. Yeah, you heard Esther say, the love relationship, don't beat yourself. Rather, just start running. No one gets it right the first time. So if you start, just keep on going. And then the second thing is, man, God's love pursues us. And we want to be those people that others can say, these people have been with Jesus. And so Esther, I'm going to ask you to pray for us. I'd like you to just say to the Lord, Lord, choose on, I'm starting today. Even if it's a restart, just start today. You'll know what start you need to make. And then could you imagine if you and I could go wherever we have to go this week? And people say, wow, what's that on you? Why is your face shining? Why, Why are you talking like that? Wouldn't it be amazing if people could spot that this love of God is all over us, that they could see it. Thanks, Esther. Thanks, Kik. Um, we can close our eyes. Thank you, my God, that you are faithful. Thank you, my God, that you are the beginning and the end. The great I am. Although you are the great I am that create, who created the heavens and the earth, you still long and you're still pursuing us to spend time with us. My God, we... Ask that as you call us closer and closer to you, my God, may we heed your call and your spirit to say, Lord, we are ready to just sit at your feet and hear what you have to say, Father. Thank you, my God, that you would open our eyes, my God, that although you are the creator of the universe, but you are still a personal God. You care about what happens in my life day in and day out. May I just help us to just open our eyes, oh God, open our mouths, just to speak to you and not feel like, oh, I don't know how to pray, but just start a conversation with you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.